Well, good morning and welcome to morning prayer on Wednesday the 26th of May. We have a few people here in church and welcome to everyone on Facebook watching live. Our readings today are Psalm 119 starting at verse 153, so right at the very end of that psalm. We have Job 3 and Romans 2 verses 1 to 16. Let's just take a moment as we uh, gather in the Lord's presence. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So Psalm 119, starting at verse 153. O consider my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me, according to your promise, give me life. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your compassion, O Lord. Give me life according to your judgments. Many there are that persecute and oppress me, yet do I not swerve from your testimonies. It grieves me when I see the treacherous, for they do not keep your word. Consider, O Lord, how I love your commandments. Give me life according to your loving kindness. The sum of your word is truth, and all your righteous judgments endure forevermore. Princes have persecuted me without cause, but my heart stands in awe of your word. I am as glad of your word as one who finds great spoils. As for lies, I hate and abhor them, but your law do I love. Seven times a day do I praise you, because of your righteous judgments. Great peace of they who love your law, nothing shall make them stumble. Lord, I have looked for your salvation, and I have fulfilled your commandments. My soul has kept your testimonies, and greatly have I loved them. I have kept your commandments and testimonies, for all my ways are before you. Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your promise. My lips shall pour forth your praise when you have taught me your statutes. My tongue shall sing of your word, for all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand reach out to help me. For I have chosen your commandments. 
I have longed for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and it shall praise you, and let your judgments be my help. I have gone astray like a sheep that is lost. O seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. God of mercy, swift to help us, as our lips pour forth your praise. Fill our hearts with the peace you give to those who wait for your salvation. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I thought, take heart. Psalm 119 is the longest psalm. It has 176 verses, and it is a cycle of exhortations where the psalmist says that he loves the laws the precepts and the commands of God, that he despises the wicked and wishes that they get their due. But as for him, he will meditate on the laws he loves because they come from God. Yet, here in the very last verse, he ends with the admission, I have gone astray like a lost sheep. We all fall short of the glory of God, but God is our rescuer. Now we turn to our Old Testament reading, which is from Job chapter 3. After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. Job said, let the day perish on which I was born, and the night that said, a man-child is conceived, let that day be darkness. May God above not seek it, or light shine on. Let gloom and deep darkness calm it. Let clouds settle upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify. That night, let thick darkness seize it. Let it not rejoice among the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Yes, let that night be barren. Let no joyful cry be heard in it. Let those curse it who curse the sea. Those who are skilled to rise, rise up the Bible. Let the stars of its dawn be dark. Let it hope for light but have none. May it not see the eyelids of the morning because it did not shut the doors of my mother's womb and hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth, come forth from the womb and expire? Why were there needs to receive me or breasts for me to suck? Now I will be lying down and quiet, I will be asleep, then I will be at rest with kings and counsellors of the earth, who rebuild ruins for themselves, or with princes who have gold, who fill their houses with silver. Or why was I not buried like a stillborn child, like an infant that never sees the light? There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. There the prisoners are at ease together. They do not hear the voice of the taskmaster. The small and the great are there, and the slaves are free from their masters. Why is light given to one in misery, and life to the bitter in soul? Who long for death, but it does not come, and dig for it more than for hidden treasures. Who rejoice exceedingly, and are glad when they find the grave. Why is light given to one who cannot see the way, whom God has fenced in? 
For my sighing comes like my bread, and my groanings are pouring out like water. Truly the thing that I fear comes upon me, and what I dread befalls me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, but trouble comes. Now Job is probably the first book of the Bible to be actually written down. And it's a story of testing, suffering, and what it means to face hardship before God. In chapter 1, Job, Job lost everything. In chapter 2, he loses his health. His wife has told him to curse God, and he refuses. Now his three friends have turned up, and speechless at the sight of his plight, cast ashes on themselves. With no words of comfort to offer, they sit in silence for a week. Job has now turned to cries of anguish. He turns it on himself, not on God, whom he will not curse. It is a lament, and we need to lament at times, to rail against our situation, to recognise the difficulties that we face rather than just minimise them. Denial can work for a while, but sometimes we just need to voice the desperation and misery that we feel. But not to stay in that place. Perhaps our prayer is, Lord, this is where I am. This is how I feel. Lord, help me endure or help me out of this. In Jesus' name. Now our New Testament reading continues uh, the book of Romans, and it's Romans chapter 2, verses 1 to 16. Therefore you have no excuse, whoever you are, when you judge others. For in passing judgment on another you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, are doing the very same things. You say, we know that God's judgment on those who do such things is in accordance with truth. Do you imagine, whoever you are, that when you judge those who do such things and yet do them yourself, you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? Do you not realise that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? But by your hard and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath, when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. For he will repay according to each one's deeds. To those who patiently doing good seek for glory and honour and immortality, he will give eternal life. While for those who are self-seeking and who obey not the truth but wickedness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be anguish and distress for everyone who does evil, the Jew first and also the Greek. But glory and honour and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek. For God shows no partiality. All who have sinned apart from the law will also perish apart from the law. And all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous in God's sight, 
but the doers of the law who will be justified. When Gentiles who do not possess the law do instinctively what the law requires, these, though not having the law, are a law to, uh, to themselves. They show that what the law requires is written on their hearts, to which their own conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts will accuse or perhaps excuse them. On the day when, according to my Gospel, God, through Jesus Christ, will judge the secret thoughts of all. In a way, it's a shame that the lectionary splits the reading by chapter in this case, because yesterday Paul had built a case against many for their wickedness and evil deeds. And you could just hear his listeners, the letters were written, were written to be read out, smugly thinking about all those others that Paul refers to. And then the sting in the tail. You judge and you will be judged. You are just as culpable as all these others. All are in need of repentance. It's what you do that matters, not that you have the law. Self-seeking and you don't obey the truth, then you get wrath and judgment. It's a lesson to all of us that the plank in our eyes whenever we see dust in others. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. For I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand and afterwards receive me with glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. So now we say the Benedictus, which is the Song of Zechariah from Luke 1, starting at verse 67. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies in the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Now we come to a time of prayer.
its sessions are offered for the day and its tasks for the world and its needs and for the church and her life. And there's a particular cycle of prayers for this week. The social services, all who work in the criminal justice system, victims and perpetrators of crime, the work of aid agencies around the world, and those living in poverty or under oppression. Let's just take the time to lift our own prayers to the Lord under any of those headings or anything else which lies on our heart. feels that they are not worthy because of what they do. It's a reminder that, Lord, please remind them that you are there, that you have provided the tools by your Holy Spirit, by your law, by your word, to turn back to you. We don't have the tools or the strength to follow your paths, but you provide them to us. Help us to turn to you. For all go astray like lost sheep, and yet you are the shepherd who seeks us out and brings us home. And Lord, we lift up to you either ourselves or those on our hearts who need to lament today, who face suffering and hardship and difficulty. And maybe for too long I've been holding it in and trying to show a brave face. Lord, we pray that you will release in them a spirit of lament, to be honest about what is on their hearts. And by opening up, they open themselves up to your ministering healing. And finally, we lift up to you anybody who is judgmental of others, and that can be any one of us. Anyone feeling that they are better than someone else. Lord, to remind them of the plank in their eye as they judge those with a speck of dust in theirs. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Now today we remember St. Augustine, who was the first Archbishop of Canterbury. Almighty God, whose servant Augustine was sent as the apostle of the English people, grant that as he laboured in the Spirit to preach Christ's gospel in this land, so all who hear the good news may strive to make your truth known in all the world. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, 
who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And now we say together the words that our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.